Listener Production. Coming up on the Footy Talk podcast for you Monday, live from Crown ahead of the big Brownlow medal tonight. Ryan Daniels in town with a nice big pump up for the Lions. We'll be talking all things suspensions and what might be. Abby Holmes giving the Blues a pump up. And I'll just bring you everything you need to know about what is the biggest week in football. This is the Footy Talk podcast coming up next. Welcome to the Footy Talk podcast for your Monday, live from Crown Casinos and Resorts. This is your daily dose of footy, the latest news, interviews and analysis from the world of AFL. Now, as I look across this beautifully large, very large bed, (laughs) I see a beautiful woman in a robe. Which on a Monday morning is an absolute delight. Abby Holmes, welcome. <laughs> Hello, Dale Thomas. It is officially grand final week. I'm up and about, very, very excited, and a massive day, of course, a Brownlow medal Ooh. count happening tonight here at Crown. Yes, and we need to hurry up because you've got makeup and uh, stylists yeah. coming in by the moment. But yeah. what an absolute delight. We've seen this man, we've oh. subbed him in off the bench halfway through the season, a rating spike to the moon. <laughs> and so much so, the budget has allowed us to fly him in to wow. be with us today. Love Ryan Daniels, the unofficial oh, mayor of Perth, here he is. new mayor of Melbourne, <laughs> he's here in person, IRL Rhino, welcome. I may never leave, I'm, just, I'm staying, that's well, it, I'm never leaving, that. I'm locked in, this is a big room, Abs. This yeah. is a big. This isn't your standard room, I would have thought. This we, is a. We this is a bump. This. this is a bump. I, I like having a view. Okay. Well, yeah, we, it's a we very nice do. view. We yeah. all do. <laughs> What's your official role today? In what capacity are you? No, well, I, I just have to host the room for the AFL. So once the broadcast starts, I'm Dunsky. Oh. Okay. So you're hosting a room for the AFL. So this is a yep. nice room. Uh, Rhino, you, uh, any official duties? Well, no. Oh, well, I could do some red carpet stuff yeah. pre-game. That's for, for seven purse. Okay. And then, again, once once that carpet's clear, I'm a free man. Yeah. I'm so go, you've been wrestled to the high. I'm at the high. Yeah, I'm at the high. See, clear. And did you hear when, when I told Abby where I was staying, she gave me a look of there's, like... There's the little eye, oh, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I did not. <laughs> the Hyatt's beautiful, yeah. may I say. Yeah. The staff there are wonderful. Well, <laughs> not, this is my slight <laughs> dilemma. And I don't want a big note, but I am, of course, hosting the red carpet with yes, Emma Friedman. Are. Big night. For you. Huge night. Huge. So the fact when I rocked up to Crown Towers and got out the car with the suitcases and walked in and said, Mr. Thomas checking in, they said, you're across the road. <laughs> oh, no. I go, oh, Mr. So, September <laughs> Thomas. September Thomas. So I was straight on the phone to Lewis Martin and Gary O'Keefe and said, guys, I appreciate the promenade. We'll move on. Uh, <laughs> Righto. As per usual, we will kick off with our MVP plus three of our favourite moments. And Abby Holmes, this is your day, so you get to start us off. Well, my MVP is quite broad here today, but it is, of course, every single hair and makeup artist in Melbourne, every single stylist, every single tanner person. A tanner person. A tanner person. I think that's the official title. A tanner, a tanner person, person in Melbourne because everybody is here at Crown Towers getting ready for the Brownlow. And there is so much that goes into it. I don't think a lot of you fellas understand you get to roll in, throw on a little suit. Dale's been on an air diet for eight weeks, though, in the looks lead good. into this. He looks very really sharp. good, by yeah. the way. I might just... I was going to say. I'm just trying to hide behind this piece of paper sideways. <laughs> and the fact I can means I'm happy. But so much goes into it for the ladies. Well, this is the grand final for those hair oh, and makeup yeah. people, for it those is. tanning people. People. And you know what? Not this even is... that. Not even that. I know hair and makeup artists that fly in from interstate to be oh, involved wow. here today. So I've got hair and makeup starting at 9am, Dale. Hang on. So what time is your first official duty? 
Uh, well, I've got to rehearse at 2.30. So rehearse, not live on camera. Not live. So from 9am, you're going to be brown low ready. Yeah. Wow. Well, about 10.30, 11 o'clock. The commitment finished. that takes. Yeah. If you told me that I have to be ready for 4 o'clock and I was getting dressed and in a makeup chair at 8, yeah. I'd tell you to go have a little look at the bottom of that yarrow, I reckon. Well, let's turn this. What time do you have to be ready? I've got to be down, ready to go at 4. Okay, yeah. you'll get into your suit at probably... 3.30, yeah. and then I'll literally go across, get a little light dusting oh. across the face, and, and away I go. Good to go. Easy for some. Just nice, easy being a man, easy isn't it? We, it have is. it easy. we do have it easy. But shout out to everybody that is getting everybody ready here today. Do you want to give a quick makeup. shout out to what you're wearing and who's helping? Well, Lana Wilkinson with Jason Gretsch has created my Gretchy. look tonight. Mm. Gretsch. Um, it's a beautiful dress. I'm very, very excited to wear it. And then Jade and, and Gabby will be on the hair and makeup. Look today, at that. So. You know you've made look, it when you've got two stylists exactly. and someone on hair and <laughs> someone on <laughs> A lot of names in there, yeah, well, I'm literally sitting here in a robe, just painting the picture for our listeners. Yep. I'm sitting here in a robe. It's a bit slippers. much, to be I honest. zero makeup on. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm extra. You know this. I'm so extra. The sun is beaming behind her. Yeah. It's like a renaissance picture. <laughs> All right, Nabs, let's okay. punch onto some footy. Your big yes. three or your favourite three moments of what was a massive weekend of prelim finals. I want to kick off by saying kudos to Carlton. Oh, yeah. Mm. I understand. Obviously, they went up to the Gabba. They went down to the Lions, but what an incredible season for Michael Boss, Paddy Cripps and their team. They will be absolutely wrapped to have turned their season around from round 12, round 13. They went on that rampaging run of consecutive wins and to play off in a preliminary final against the Lions, who nobody really expected the Blues to go up there and, and roll the Lions. They haven't lost at the Gabba this entire year. Mm-hmm. But an unbelievable effort by them. And as I said, I think they deserve so so many kudos for what they've produced in season 2023. I think they completely spun the narrative on that club. If you rewind halfway through this season, uh, we've talked about this before, Voss was was hanging by a thread, at least externally. They were pretty strong internally that, no, he's the guy. We're not going to get rid of him. Always makes you nervous, though, when someone's got the full support of the board. It does. (laughs) And even the coaches know that. It's almost the last thing you want to hear. But straight away, turned it around, spun it, and a bunch of careers changed as well. We saw the trajectory of a few of these guys and the role players stepped up. Um, it was a shame. Amazing start. I mean, like you're watching that game, you're thinking oh. the first three or four goals of that game, yeah. like it looked like we were having a massive upset. And then, you know, we'll get on to Brisbane later, but you're right. Hats off to Carlton. A pretty great season for them. Can they back it up next year is the real question. Which we will have to wait and see over mm. time, but I think it puts them in very good shape. Your second point, and this week is all the good stories, but unfortunately for some people, it is riddled with hard luck. Yes. Unfortunately, when it comes to grand final, there's always some hard luck stories, whether it's through injury or... Mm. Um, Suspension. Suspension. Yes, exactly right. So Dan McStay has officially been ruled out of the grand final, the decider. But what makes this even more heartbreaking is that his old team, the Brisbane Lions, are playing off in a grand final I I don't reckon that's ever happened. I can't recall a time where a guy's left a club and he's gone to a new club and both those clubs have made the grand final and he's missed the grand final. And he's missed it. So my heart goes out Uh. to Dan McStay because that is devastating, of course, that MCL injury ruling him out for, they said about six to eight weeks in terms of the injury itself. Mm. But you look at Max Holmes last year doing his hammy before the Cats grand final. There is unfortunately a lot of... I guess, heartache that does go into some grand finals. It's going to be interesting to see what they do, what the Brisbane Lions do with Payne coming back in. Mm. Um, yeah, because so Gardner was Gardner he was excellent. Very good. It's very hard very to drop good. a guy who plays that well. was also very good before he went down. That True. forward line, yeah. he was 
providing a real option and, and clunking a few, so a little bit of headache there for Craig McRae as well. Yes, there is. Is it, is it is as simple as bringing in another tall dip? Is Frampton's the guy who's been hanging there, or do you go smaller like and mix Johnny it up? Johnny Noble is waiting in yeah, the wings. Like this... Apparently he's been training the lights down as mm, well. As you so would. Knocking on the door. Oh, you might have trained the house down at some point as well. Um, the, fa- <laughs> the fact that they have the option now whether to go tall or small yeah. will be not only be causing headaches for them, but also a little bit of a wait and see for Brisbane yes. because your pain comes back in and they've got the tall forward line and the pies go short. Yeah. Going to be a beautiful day. We wait and see. And your last point. Yes. Do you have a third and final I point do. to round us I out? Do. Righto, let's go and before one, we take a break. It's one of my favourite players in the competition. Daisy. It, no, oh. no. Sorry. Sorry about that. <laughs> but it's like on Friday, Geordie Dugowie woke, woke oh. up and he just said... I woke up in beast mode with my booty. You know what I mean? Like he came out from the opening bounce and just went bang, 34 touches, 17 contested possessions, 13 clearances if you don't mind. He won the game. He is potentially on song to win a Norm Smith medal. I'm going to call it now, actually. He's built for it. He's Jordy built Dugowie for Jordy to win yeah. the 2020 And we've seen it before, Rhino. 2018, his finals campaign was unbelievable. It was excellent. He, he And he's the type of player that wins a Norm, right? Yes. Goal-kicking midfielder. Mm. Pat can, in the big moments, he can stand up. And there's a narrative there, too. Like, yeah. narrative with Norm Smith is a big deal because he's turned his career around in some ways, at least off-field. We haven't heard a bad off-field story about Jordan no. Dugowie in a long time. He's put his head down. He, he has. Exactly what everybody was criticising about and said, you've got to focus on footy. You've got to come out and perform. Guess what? He's done it, so hats mm. off. Rhino, we've flown you in for purpose yep. and for reason because you are here and you're just going to wind us up with your three favourite points plus your MVP. Let's roll. Okay, well, my MVP, Harris Andrews. Watching that game at the start of the Carlton-Brisbane Lions clash, they were in all sorts of trouble. The only thing stopping an avalanche was Harris oh. Andrews. A couple of big moments, contested grabs, intercept marks. He only touched the footy ten times, but I reckon if he's not playing, they, they lose that game because yeah. it could have been six, seven, eight goals. They were down. You don't come back from that. So Harris Andrews, hats off to the key defender. No one talks about the key defenders. It's a good shout. And yep. the captain as well. When they needed somebody yep. to step up because the forwards couldn't keep it in, the midfield was getting torched. He was the one that just stemmed a little bit of the flow. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you look at what Ollie Law was able to do on Harris Andrew when he kicked five, Mm -hmm. the the semi, um, just took him out of the game, particularly in that first half. And that's what you need your forwards to do is not only apply scoreboard pressure, yes, but also nullify the impact of Harris Andrews. Yep. So he's my MVP. Now my first point links in. About time, Brisbane. Oh, For five years, (laughs) they have won more games than any other team. Includes all the premiers, Richmond. Melbourne. For five years. Every single yeah, That's why we got him. Finals, <laughs> 77 games in five seasons. Yeah. Uh, and they haven't won, obviously, prelims. They haven't made a grand final in that time until now. Yes. So this has all been building to this exact moment. They're talented. They're stacked. They've got a great coach. Oh, I'm starting to believe in the Brisbane Lions in a big, big way. Ooh, big, too. big way. Me too. So about time, Brisbane, but hats off, you finally got through it and you broke the monkey off the back. Absolutely. I put this down to that final they won last year against Richmond. Mm. 17 lead changes throughout the night or something ridiculous, and they mm. fell in with a bugger up from the Tigers on the goal line. Joey Danaher boots off the ground. They then come to Melbourne and beat Melbourne to get yeah. into a prelim. Yeah. That was sort of the monkey off the back in terms of yes. if they don't win a final, there's going to build because of the record. Then they got two set him up perfectly for this year. Do you know what else is set up perfectly as well? Dane Zorko, game 250 in Ooh. the grand final. Is that right? Yeah. 
I love a milestone in a grand final. Yes. Extra layer of meaning. Uh, my second point, Tommy Mitchell. I've been sick of the slander Ooh. on Tom Mitchell, not just this year, but pretty much every year of his career. Oh, he just gets cheap possessions. <laughs> oh, he does this. Well, it's that game the other nails. night, far out. In mm. the tough stuff, in that last quarter when everything was con- congested, the umpires threw the whistles away. It was Tommy Mitchell who stood up. 12 contested possessions, 10 tackles for the game. Only four clearances, but he was only in the 11 CBAs. And he, so needed, good hit he needed to, didn't he? No he Taylor did. Adams. Everybody was talking about the Giants midfield yep. coming in. Yep. Sorry about that. Just yeah. dropped one of my grapes. Oh, it's oh. a hard life. <laughs> she's <laughs> dropped one of your grapes yeah. in your sweet. Oh. You know why she dropped it? Because usually she's not feeding herself. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's somebody <laughs> on hand to, to do, do it. it. Dale needs to feed me grapes. Very difficult. Very di- no, but hats off to Tommy Mitchell. Well, no more talk about Tommy Mitchell potentially being dropped. That is insane. And what no a story this is as well. Crossing over from Hawthorne. Not only crossing over, basically being marched yeah. out of the yeah, doors big at Hawthorne. in the middle of the Going shoulders. to Collingwood and now yeah. he's playing in his grand final. And played a losing grand final too for yeah. Sydney. From yeah. every, and played very well in right. that game. Mm. Very well. He's a wild card. Your mm. third one? Uh, GWS. Little hats off to them. That was a bloody good game on Friday night. Either team could have won that. Their shares are going through the roof. If you're selling any, I'm buying them. Tom Green's going to be an absolute superstar. In fact, he already is. They also have, if you think, hey, we need a key forward, they've got Aaron Cadman, who was the number one pick, just waiting and just cooking in that oven again. Can't get a game. So I'm really excited about the Giants. Well done to them. A fantastic season, and particularly my boy Tommy Green. Yeah, they certainly lost no admirers. I'll roll into mine. The MVP, I think Sammy Walsh. What he's done throughout this final series has Mm. been unbelievable. And Mm. again, the criticism that we put on players throughout the season or if they're not coming back and reaching the heights they once did. But there's reasons about this. He had a broken back. He had back surgery over the off-season, came back, and people are like, oh, he can't kick, he can't run. It probably was going to take a little bit of time. You yeah. know, as Mike Tyson said, I broke my back spinal. That was Sammy Walsh. <laughs> and the fact that he got back out there on the biggest stage and delivered just puts a a line through any questions about he. Outstanding final series, exactly. Just ran all day, did all the, t- the tough stuff, got the outside as well. He, he's, I, I mean, a lot of this year we sort of skimmed over Sam Walsh because he missed some footy and they started to win without him. But it was clear that they're a far better side with Sam Walsh when he's firing. Absolutely. Oh, my top three points. All right, the Carlton fans. Go. The Carlton oh, fans. Yeah. Now, they have shown up, and not surprising, they've been starved of any sort of reason to cheer for a very long time. They showed up the, every week of the finals, but then it was like, oh, no, we're going to the Gabba. This is going to be a fortress. Mm-hmm. 37,000, was it, in the yeah. house, which is yeah. packed out for the Gabba. I reckon at least almost 20,000 of those were Blues fans who paid for their airfares, even though the bloody prices went through the roof. They got there by bus, train, train. <laughs> whatever it was, they got there and they made that joint unbelievably fair, if not outdid the Brisbane Lions early. Loved that. And and for me, on Saturday morning, I had to fly to Cairns and it, walking through the airport, I had to go via Sydney. Melbourne Airport, Carlton scarves everywhere, yep. everywhere. Beanies, jackets, you name it. Landed in Sydney, had an hour stopover. Sydney people, New South Wales, there was Carlton scarves everywhere. What? So it was just brilliant to see that, the, as you just said, the Carlton... Supporters really bought into to, to the preliminary final opportunity and got up there. Because it's not made easy. 
Now, it's not made easy for travelling fans to get tickets, no, but also difficult. the cost that's yes, associated yes. with it. I will say this. Like, if you're a West Australian-based fan and you think your team's any good, you pretty much have to book your flights in, like, oh, right. June, mm-hmm. maybe yeah. earlier than that, because yeah. otherwise it just triples. So you've got to actually have that kind of foresight, and you have, you'll have you see there'll be Dockers fans here on Saturday wearing their beanies thinking this was their year. <laughs> were, I can guarantee they were, you. They were, were obviously booking flights <laughs> a little earlier than June. They went a bit too early. Next otherwise, year they might hold off an extra couple of weeks. they drinking in June when... <laughs> ordering them. Um, a second point is the umpiring throughout finals, and I love this, especially Friday night, but just in general, how even and fair it becomes when the whips are cracking and there's people smacking in everywhere. The ability for the umpires to sense the occasion and ticky touchwood free kicks to be paid throughout the home and away season, the whistle goes away and the umpires go, boys, over yeah. to you, rip in. See, I agree with that, but it's interesting that you say the umpires did well because they he's got smashed wood. on socials, he's right? Like if you, <laughs> don't read into everything on socials. If you're a Giants fan, are you as happy, though? No. Well, I'm not. Exactly so. right. Absolutely not. Exactly. No, Definitely. it was good umpiring. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I was watching that game without the sound on because I was at, at a 40th, and I, yeah, that's what I do now, I go to 40th. <laughs> um, but so I was, we were watching and he kept waiting for the – for the play to stop with a whistle, like because you couldn't hear it, yeah. and it just kept going. I was like, they are, they have literally thrown the whistles away. But I, not I love that, and there might have been a few for the Giants that weren't paid, but there's also a couple there for the Pies as well. So it might oh, not God. have been completely even, but at least it was consistent in the fact Toby that Toby Green nearly got his head ripped off. Yeah, that was that was a little rough. <laughs> that was a little like, rough. Like legitimately off. Yeah. Yeah. And I've seen a few memes floating around where his head is off his body. <laughs> well, the internet is still undefeated, so that. Oh, to speaking of Toby Green, this oh. is my last point. And Obes, you did an unbelievable job of interviewing him after the game. It's never easy when you have to go and speak to a losing player. And his honesty and the raw emotion that he was still carrying. And then we see the scenes of him in the rooms just in tears. Now, this is a guy five, six years ago that people would have laughed at for crying in the rooms, would have been piling in saying, sucked in, bad luck, ha ha, you deserve it. I think the way that he's gone about his footballing, not only this year, but the past couple, Mm. he's won everybody over. And now we appreciate him for how good he is as a footballer, but also how genuine he is as a person. That raw emotion, that's what makes this game the best on earth. And to see him bawling his eyes out, that's why they love playing with him, because it means so bloody much. What a turnaround. All-Australian captain this year. And as you said, only five, six years ago, he was fly-kicking people to the neck and, (laughs) um, you know, getting suspended for touching umpires. And it has been an unbelievable turnaround and Toby Green is one of the most loved people in the game. Uh, players, coaches, supporters, presidents, CEOs, you name it, everybody loves Toby Green. And I remember going up to him on Friday night before that interview and I just said to him, I hate doing this as much yeah. as you do. And that, I think, just kind of broke the ice. Um, he he recognises he's the GWS captain. He has yeah. to do these things. That was really challenging for him. I could see it written all over his face. But he got it done. It was just raw. He was so emotional, and I, I thank him very much for that chat. And great job by you too, because that's, as you say, it's not an easy thing to do. Um, and I think if you're a GWS fan and you saw that, you are so happy because he cares as much, maybe yeah. more than you do, which is what fans want to see because they put their hard-earned out there, they pay memberships, they totally. go on flights. So great stuff by you, great stuff by Toby. Thank you. We need to take a break. Plenty more still to come on your Footy Talk podcast for your Brownlow Medal Monday. Rhino's in town for good reason, but also there's plenty of news knocking around. We'll touch on that next. This is the Footy Talk podcast.
Welcome back to the Footy Talk podcast. This is your daily dose of footy, the latest news, interviews, and analysis from the world of AFL. And we talk news in grand final week. There's still plenty knocking around, and it started already with a ticket debacle. If you can read it, you've got one job as a ticketer this week, and it's not to stuff it up, and somehow they've stuffed it up by Monday. They've stuffed it up. Big time. Collingwood fans are filthy. They've paid their memberships to some called the legend uh, status. Yes, of, member. Which I think is the highest type of member you can be, over $1,000 a season. That's a lot of money to shell out. And part of that is you're guaranteed a grand final seat. Now, the issue, I believe, was partly people checking certain boxes when they were doing their tickets. They didn't want standing room. Which is fair enough. Which is fair enough, but then you might have missed out because you didn't tick the standing room box. It's so a, they, so it they is, put a cross on standing room, I but then so. the way the ticketing system works, some of them got allocated standing room, which meant then they, they ticket didn't want was, it. Not there. So they got voided. So it it is painful and heartache. There's going to be so many people desperate for tickets. But you know what? At the end of the day, that's kind of how it works. A lot of corporate seats at these games, and there's not a lot of spots for fans. It would be great if there was more. Um, But flat, if you missed out on that, it's it's tough. That's really tough. What do they do in that situation, though, for those people that are uh, top of the top of the tier? They will have to try and figure that out on the run as we speak today. I wouldn't be surprised if they figure out a way to get them some sort of ticket because if you are guaranteed, it. No doubt that, you know, that's your expectation. And just yeah. because there's no fine print that says don't cross the no standing box. Well, that's the thing. You got to, I don't know if I, I didn't do it, the system, but I would, I would hope there's a little note underneath yeah. that says, if you say you don't want standing and you get allocated standing, you will miss out on a ticket. <laughs> Maybe Which, for next year if that wasn't there. Reports, it doesn't sound like Chuck that was there. either in big enough font. Yeah. Um, what about uh, the news around Nick Dacos? There was question marks whether or not he would be suspended or not for yeah. a tackle late in that game. All clear. All clear, play All on. All clear, because it's September. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's not June, right? So I think we saw plenty of tackle this year that were questionable suspensions. On that one as well, though, Pendles had his arm. Yeah. So there was another player you that... You reckon Pendles should be out no, too? No, 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 no. <laughs> careful, no. careful. Oh they will God. come for you. Can't touch Pendlebury this week. army, please do not come they at me. They will. Dacos and Pendlebury, oh, that's wow. like Jesus and God. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> Bambi and Bambi's mum behind him. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Pendles had hold of an arm. Yes, Nick yeah. was obviously the player behind him. But when you've got somebody else impacting that level of impact, yeah. surely. I think... Null and void. When everyone sees that, they go, that, that's fine. But it's based on yeah. what's happened all year, yeah. which has been, you know, all up all up and down. But it is September. Let him play. Lockie Neal had a sore shoulder, expected yeah. to play. He'll be sweet. He'll be fine. He's really tough. Might need a jab or two, but there's no way Lockie oh Neal's missing this no. game. As we said off the top, McStay's ruled out. Jack Payne and Taylor Adams, both big question mark. Payne just missed last week with yeah. that ankle injury. And Tay Adams has been given a full allocation mm. of time, but still a risk coming in with a hammy. I would expect both to be available. Whether or not they're 100%, I would think they'd both be available. Mm. Now you've got that question, do you stick with Gardner? Did a great job. Uh, He's played three games or four games now on the weekend, but surely Payne's done enough throughout the year and the body of work to come straight back in. Should he be ready? It's going to be very interesting. Watch that one. And... This is big. This is big in terms of the Gold Coast Suns and their relevance. We know that yeah. Dim has gone up there for a little bit of relevance, but we watched the VFL Grand Final yesterday. Werribee v the Gold Coast Suns and a little bit of a fairy tale. First piece of silverware for the clubs. A round of applause for the Gold Coast Suns. Open the cabinet. <laughs> yeah, open the cabinet. But I am shattered for oh. James Cheetahs. Yes. Captain of the Gold Coast Suns VFL mm. side, of course, listed AFL player. Got suspended in the prelim, did not oh, play, was not a premiership that's captain. Tough. That, that broke that, my heart. That hurts. That hurts. But, yeah, credit to the Is Suns. there room in our game to then still give someone like that a medal? 
Or do we just go, nah, this brings it back to I don't want to be the one that's pushing for participation is, awards. I was literally having this conversation with David Zaharakis driving from Cairns I, I, to Port Douglas I on Saturday. Know, it must be tough to your life driving from Cairns to Port <laughs> no, Douglas. No, 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 but Zachary... I drove from Malvern to, uh, <laughs> to Chadston at one point, not quite as luxurious. No, but Zachary actually said to me he's a firm believer that everybody who has contributed, yeah. deserves a medal. Because even if it's round four, round five, round 18, 19, 22, if you've played a role in that game to get your side to the position, whether it's a top four spot, yeah. a top eight spot, then, then you've contributed. Okay, question for you two as players. Cool. Yeah. Would you, if you didn't play for whatever reason, injury suspension form, would you actually want that medal? See, I don't know where um, I sit on this. Yeah, Prob- probably I'm not. That. Like That's I understand, and I I hate the world we live in with competitors' medals and yeah. you know awards given out. So maybe it is just bad luck. I yeah. reckon there'd be yeah. a lot of players who would say, "Nah, I've got to get this. The, I want this yeah. the proper way," um, and that's how it would be. I, I, maybe not everyone, but I think that's how it would be. For all our South Australian listeners, the Sandful GF was on as well. Yeah, Glenelg, Glenelg. big win for Glenelg, which is Bays. fantastic. Up by four goals. Uh, it, was, it was a great game of footy, I've, particularly if you're a Glenelg fan. Uh, so yeah, a fantastic result for them. And and can we just go back to Werribee for a bit? Michael Barlow as yes. well. Yeah. Watch out for him. I reckon he'll be an assistant coach at an AFL club yeah. as soon as next season. Quality. I'd be surprised if he's not. And well and truly deserves it too because he's turned around with that side. A 16-odd game winning streak, fantastic mm. stuff. Tonight is the night of nights for the AFL. The big one, the Brownlow medal, the fairest and best player across the land, and this shapes as one of the great counts. We know that Nick Dacos, highly spruik, will be in front, but there is a chasing pack after him. I love that because we, we're going to know that he's probably going to be, we think, maybe five or six or seven votes yep. up when he goes down. Will there be enough time for Bont, Zach Butters, Petrarca, maybe a Lockie Neal? Can one of those guys catch him, come home with a wet sail? Errol Goulden finishes very quickly, yeah. by the way. That bloke could pull 18 votes in six games. Like So it's going to be a very strong finish from, from him, and I reckon that'll be a thrilling, thrilling count. I'm tipping... Zach Butters, I reckon oh, he's going to win. He had a if people forget how good his start awesome. was, yeah. and then his end. He had a shady middle patch, but he'll start strong and finish strong. The beauty of this is that all the players that were in contention, and obviously, but it's not going to be spits and spatters. A lot of them are on a big chunk of runs, yeah. so they might get votes in bunches, then go cold for a bit while someone else just uh, streams at the line. Abs, who do you think we are here still at Crown? Yes. It is beautiful. The sun is shining tonight. Is going to be magnificent. Ah, uh, who am I thinking? Bont, maybe. Maybe. The I, fairy tale. Like, I would like to see a tie. Yes. Or maybe yeah. a three-way a tie. Yeah, well, this a is long where time I'm going. Has there ever been a four-way tie? I don't think so. No, we just no. don't know. Because we had the three-way. Yeah. 2003 yeah. The yeah. Bucks when you think, Rashid obviously, Dacos, if he's got a bigger lead, there's, yeah, the Bontempelli, Petrarca, Butters. Like, oh, yeah. it's going to be such a close finish, and I cannot wait to see how So you're out. predicting a tie? Yeah. But who's all... the tie? Who's your two? Yeah. Dacos and... Butters. Oh, okay. See, I'm predicting a tie as well. Yeah. But I'm predicting three-way. Bont, Dacos <laughs> and Butters. Wow. And this is – they're all going to be level and then Bont has a chance to win it in the last round against and Geelong. And he doesn't get a vote. And Trelaw vote. gets the three. Yeah. Um, Isaac Smith was unbelievable and Liber as well. Yes. I think they shade it because Bont had 32 <laughs> but the rest had more and kick and goals. goals in what will be obviously – uh, highly exciting, but also a little bit disappointing. You have to share it, no doubt. Mm. And Gill's last count. So can you imagine oh, how yeah. long that last pause oh, is going to yeah. be? <laughs> Western Bulldogs. Yes. 
18 seconds later. <laughs> Pause. Hey, uh, we'll go to an ad break yeah. right after this. Oh, he's going to lap it up. Yeah, before we wrap this one up, we will cast an eye quickly towards the yeah. end of the week, an early prediction for anyone listening of what's going to happen, who's your winner, and a Norm Smith. We'll touch on it later in the week, no doubt. But let's just get right into grand final week with something off the top. Okay, with the caveat that we can change our tip because we haven't seen the teams come out yes. yet. Yep. That may change something right now. I'm back in the Brisbane Lions. Oh. I think it's going to be a really close grand final Jeez. where you won. I reckon yeah. it's going to be within two goals, the margin. And my Norm Smith medal goes to Lockie Neal because it's going to be yeah. tight, it's going to be tough, and he is a beast. He's Pro- won everything else. This is going to top it off Producer for Producer Zoe, how quickly can we get this guy a flight back to Perth? <laughs> <laughs> I think there might be a few Collingwood fans putting their hand up to drive you to the airport. Abby Holmes? I think the Pies will get it down yes, in a close no, one. This is what we do. Maybe yeah. three points, so oh. very tense and tight. Final few Ooh. moments at the MCG. I think Geordie Degoe goes bang again mm. for Norm Smith. And for me personally, wouldn't it be amazing if Peter Moore presented the cup? Oh, yeah. Oh, to that's great. Yes, that I would great. love to see that. I'd like almost that. put my hand down for presenting the cup if okay. it was for Peter Moore. <laughs> Who do you think? Anyone from well, Brisbane? You are on the short list. John O'Brown? Uh, Jonathan Brown. Simon Black would be really nice too. Yeah. Can't use Martin Boss, Pike. Obviously. That could be interesting. Pikey. Pikey would be sitting there having himself a wonderful time. So that could be a little bit of firework. <laughs> Craig McRae? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they got a few options. Craig McRae, probably. Probably not the one again. Pies man's going to drive you to the airport. Look, I'm going to go with the heart and say the pies mm. in a fairy tale. And just to add one more little uh, notch to the fairy tale, Scotty Penderbury oh, for Norm Smith yeah. again. He yeah. was unbelievable last week, 25-odd touches. He just coming good at the right time and he just finds a way. Whenever there's a big game, whether it still be Anzac Day, a prelim final, he finds a way to get it done. Pies by Four goals four in goals. the end. Okay. Yeah, I think they can kick away nice with some Kendall's yeah. for the Norm Smith medals. Abs, thank you so much for joining us. You go and get your hair and makeup done, Rhino. I'm, you're going to the Saint Laurent to get yourself a nice oh, little luck. Uh, oh, oh, sure am. There's a there's a queue across from my hotel of croissants. I've never been able to get them. Well, so I'm going to drop Abby's name. Drop Abby's name at the door, and you'll <laughs> get charged twice. This has been the Footy Talk podcast. If you've got any questions, jump on the Instagram at Footy Talk underscore Pod, TikTok at Footy Talk Pod. Tomorrow, Joey and Ruing talking all things Grand final week. This has been the Footy Talk Podcast. Listener.